I'm Alejandro de Hoyos. I'm, uh, I'm an entrepreneur in, uh, and an actor as well, which is part of being an entrepreneur. I just love anything that has to do with creating new opportunities, new businesses. I own a bunch of companies, about nine companies, and one of them is a production company. What's funny is that you start with a little company trying to make a living, and then you have another opportunity here, and another one there, and you jump in and uh, some of those companies don't do well and you close in. So there's a lot of, when you're an entrepreneur like me, there's a lot of failure and a lot of successes. Because what I have learned, if you don't have failures, you can't really have a success. You don't really have a good understanding of what it takes to accomplish anything. So that's why I'm Alejandro de Hoyos, entrepreneur, actor, just a guy. Alejandro de Hoyos is an actor and entrepreneur originally from Ensenada, Baja California, Mexico. Apart from owning nine companies, Alejandro stars in El Contratista, directed by José Ángel Henriksen, which is out now on Amazon Prime, and he has acted in over 200 commercials. On this episode of Latin Equis, Alejandro and I talk about his secrets to doing it all, taking control of your own life, and creating your own opportunities. Hola, yo soy Andrea Márquez, and this is Latin X, a show brought to you by La Red Hispana and the Hispanic Communications Network for the new generation of Latinx. We want to go beyond listening. We're ready to speak up. So join me in conversation every week as I meet Latinx from all over, de diferentes colores y sabores. As you know, a podcast is a journey, and I would love for you to follow this one. So join our community on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Latin X and reach out. You can also find out more at our website at wearelatinx.com. Nine companies. Jesus, where do you find those hours in a day to be able to do that, all of that? The secret is the team. You know, it's, it's always about teamwork. Because I can, I can come up with uh, great ideas and I, I could say, okay, we're going to do this now. But if I don't have the team, we can't do it. I have a medical facility and I have 50 people working there. So they, and, and I have 10 doctors that, that work there. They don't work for me because I'm not a doctor, so I can't hire. But we work together. So, but it's about the team. Without those doctors, I, I couldn't, we couldn't see those patients. Without my staff, the doctors couldn't see those patients. So it's a you know, combination, we all help each other. And that applies to uh, the other companies. I, I do uh, real estate, construction. I have my crew, you know, my, my guys who do my tile, my AC, my this, that. And I have a great team. Without them, I, I wouldn't be able to do what I do. Uh, as a matter of fact, when I had, the, when I shot the, the movie Contratista in Mexico, that took us about uh, 30 days. And I knew we were fine because I have a, an awesome team. Each company had their, they have their managers and, and they were all, they would communicate with me almost every, every day. But uh, I, I was able to, to trust that everything was, was fine. I had read that you have a medical facility and being an entrepreneur and having all of these different companies and being an actor and an artist, how do you reconcile those two parts of you? Because not that being an entrepreneur isn't an art, but it's not directly being an artist, right? So how do you re reconcile these two parts of you on a daily basis? 
That, that's very interesting because uh, I had a realization a, a few years ago, not, not, not long ago, five, six, seven years ago, uh, because that question was asked. I went to one of those seminars and, and, and it was asked, are you a businessman, are you an artist, or are you a manager? And, uh, and my answer was, well, I'm all three of them, you know? And, but I, I never thought about that. What I do know is that I have always been very creative where I like to fix things, anything. When I was 11, 12, I would open up uh, uh, little watches just to see how things move. So I like, I like that's why I'm, I'm very good with uh, construction also. With, uh, I like uh, doing things manually. I also wanted to be an architect when I was, you know, right after uh, school in Mexico, I, I was gonna become an art architect, but things happen where, you know, you, you do different things. I became a businessman instead. So there, there's some art when it comes to, to wanting to be an architect, but I never thought about it that way. As a businessman, I always like to have my own money. When I was 12, I used to work at a, a supermarket, but my dad didn't know. I was working at a supermarket in Mexico after uh, high school. I would go and work for two hours. My mom knew. And uh, in Mexico, it's very common for when you ask your, your parents, can I do this? Can I have this? 95% of the time, they're going to say, there's no money. Even if there's money, they'll say there's no money. Basically, they're telling you, eh, no, I don't want to give you permission to do that. So my whole uh, high school was, my whole uh, class was going to go to Disneyland. Uh, they were going to get us a permit to go to Disneyland in a, in a, on a bus. So uh, I asked my dad, hey dad, can I go to Disneyland? And he, and he said, there's no money. And then I said, I have money. What do you mean you have money? And I had to tell him, you know, that, that I had been working at a supermarket. And I said, so I've always liked to, to not depend on, on, on uh, somebody I like the idea of creating my own opportunities ever since I was little. To answer your question, and I know I went off on a, on a tangent, I, I have realized that, that they can be combined. When you are buying a building, you're thinking of, uh, of that property as, as a business. Okay, I can make money. But also, I love to buy the, the worst buildings, the worst houses, the worst buildings, and I visualize what they're going to look like once I'm done with them. And that, I, as you can see, it excites me. I, I just love to imagine something. And, and people come with me when I'm about to buy it, and they're like, oh, this is horrible. And I say, I know, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. La mentalidad de un creador, de un creativo. So what I'm hearing from you is that being an entrepreneur has, in a way, allowed you, because you find that safety of, you have a source of income and you know that there's something that is stable and a little bit more predictable in a way, because on being an entrepreneur is not very predictable either. It allows you to open up more and take more risks as an actor. Absolutely. Absolutely. Going back to a contratista that was uh, uh, four years ago, I always wanted to uh, make a, a movie because I used to produce shows when I was young in Mexico City, you know, at the discos, at the clubs a lot of singers, but I wanted to produce my own movie. And I almost produced a movie in 2009, 2008, but the market collapsed and it was not a good idea to be investing on anything. So I decided, you know, four years ago, because I used to go to a, a lot of auditions. I used to book a lot, uh, a lot of commercials. And uh, on one occasion, I, I heard some of the guys, but th this was the same conversation I heard, but somehow 
This time it was a little more pronounced where they were saying, yeah, man, you know, there, there are no parts for us, you know, uh, white people get all the parts, there's nothing for, uh, you know, ethnicities and this and that. And, and, and I'm like, yeah, you, you guys are, are right, there are not enough parts. But uh, I said, why don't we create them? You know, why, why, don't, why are we waiting for white people, if you want to say that, if that's what they're talking about, white people or whatever nationality, why are we waiting for them to come up with uh, stories for us? We're the ones who can tell those stories. I mean, it's, it's, it's about us. And of course, you always hear someone, yeah, it's easy for you to say because you have uh, businesses and this and that. Well, yeah, but it's, it's not easy. Not, nothing's easy. So I, what I said is I'm going to put uh, my money where my mouth is. And I funded the movie, you know, a contratista all by myself, which is a crazy idea, which is a huge risk. Hey guys, if you like our content, make sure to support us by downloading our episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Share with your community and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Latinikis. You can also find out more on our website at wearelatinikis.com. And what is El Contratista about for our listeners? Uh, El Contratista has uh, different... Uh... It's not that it has different themes, but it has a, a couple of ideas just for you to think about. One of them is is the um, the soldier, which is uh, me, that gets fed up with the system. He's in Iraq and he sees how they're torturing. He's protecting the CIA guys. He sees he sees how they're torturing a uh, an Iraqi insurgent, and then they feel and he feels like you know he doesn't know anything. You know, quit it. That's enough. But they they keep, you know, torturing him, you know. And uh, it gets to a point where he fights with them and he's like, I'm done, I'm done with this. I'm gonna go to Mexico, open my, my own security company. He goes to Mexico to protect a little boy whose family just got uh, murdered. There was a blow up of a car and the boy was not in it, fortunately. So now he's gonna protect them to find out who it was. You know? And as the main character and producer, what was the most exciting part of working on this film? The most exciting part was that there were no uh, accidents, nothing major, that everybody was safe. I mean, right. There was a lot it, of like intense yeah, because, action going on. Exactly. There's a lot of concern. There was just one of our uh, actors who got a little uh, cut. In, uh, in cut on their lip. lip? Okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, that, that was, that was very, very important to me. Uh, that was uh, to know that everything was done in four weeks uh, everybody was safe. Uh, there were, yeah, there were a couple of issues that, that were solved. The, the end changed because, you know, uh, it was the last day and uh, a lot of the celebrities from Mexico were flying to Mexico the next day. And the guys who provided the weapons and the sound, they were flying to Mexico the next day. And we have this uh, scene, the scene in the movie at the very end with the little boy and everybody else. And, uh, we see that the, the sun is about to come up. You know, it's like 5.30 in the morning, 5.15. So we have like 10, 15 minutes to do that scene. So that was exciting to be able to finish that, but we had to change uh, what was planned because we couldn't, we, we couldn't shoot another day because we, we didn't have the people anymore. Right. And, and there's and so know, many things that you can't control when you're filming, I can imagine, especially yeah. with so many people involved. But it was also, uh, working with the director was a great experience with Jojo 
Henriksen, he, uh, he directed me, you know, he directed me, he guided me. He was like, okay, here, uh, I want you to be like this. I don't, I don't want you to smile here. Basically he wanted me to be down to, to business. And uh, when my mom saw the movie, he's like, I, I don't know who that is. I, that's not you, Alex. That, that, I don't know who that is. She kept saying. That's amazing. Yeah, that, she, I feel like that's the best thing that an actor can hear, right? Well, yeah. I mean, your mom, because she knows me really well. And, mm-hmm. I, and as you can see, I'm somebody who's light. I'm pretty light. You know, I'm, I'm not a clown, but I, I, I have a sense of humor. I like humor. Uh, this character has... He says a couple of things or a couple of expressions where people laugh, but that's just because the, the, the way my assistant reacts to, to what I'm saying mm-hmm. or how I react to what he's saying. But uh, yeah, that character is very straightforward, very, very dry. And Alejandro, you call me Alejandro. <laughs> I did. Things are getting Alejandro. serious now. <laughs> no. You mentioned toward the beginning that you heard people saying, well, they don't have any roles for us. They give it all to the white people. And like, what do we get as Latinos, right? And you decided to do something about that and create your own space where you get to make those decisions. What advice would you give a young aspiring actor and a minority actor more than anything, black or brown, that is struggling with that same idea? Yeah, but there's so many things. Oh my gosh, we could be here all day, but... But uh, for, for somebody who wants to be an actor, a writer, a director, or whatever, I would say training, 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 training. I know so many people who complain about not getting big parts. And I say, are you in class? And they're like, no, dude, I don't do class anymore. It's like, okay, I, I understand why, you know, I don't want to say that to, to them. Uh, you, have to, you have to continue training. I mean, you, you're not, I'm into martial arts. Uh, and you're not, you don't see a boxer or an MMA fighter uh, going to uh, a match, the UFC or one of those, without training, without training for two, three months, you know, and that's right. people already know how to fight. So they train. Uh, uh, any of the guys, Michael Jordan, any, any of the basketball guys, they train so hard, so hard to actually become who they became. They might have had the talent. But there's so many people with talent. So what I would recommend is really, really work on your craft, work on what you, what you, you know, want to do. And then also to start writing your own things. If, if there are no parts for you, you have to write it. You might want to ask me this, but I'm going to tell you. Uh, I'm already working on my next film. Yay. Well, that, my next question was actually, what's, the sto- what's in store for the future? I figured, I figured that, that was your, your next question. So, but that goes along with what, uh, what I was just saying. So my character is also uh, kind of like a military guy, uh, special forces, things like that. I guess I, I, I like that character. Not as dry as the one in a contratista, a little more sense of humor. But it also has a, a, a love interest. So the movie in itself has a lot more action. Uh, love interest, it has some comedy from other people. It, it, I think it's, it's going to be very complete. Sometimes I think about it. Who is going to hire a 59-year-old to play the lead in a movie as the hero where he is throwing kicks and jumping and doing this? And nobody, because the reality is that uh, a character like that, they want somebody that's very well-known and is probably in his 30s or 40s. But guess what? I'm creating that and I feel capable. So I'm training every day. Physically, I have a, 
a gym here. This is my punching. <laughs> oh wow! Everything, <laughs> yeah, have everything That's here. a very complete gym inside yeah, your house. This is. Uh, I have a mirror here. So yeah, going back to, to, to that question is that, yeah, you have to create. You have to create your own your own uh, projects. You know, not not to sound negative, but I think that, that there's a reality in somebody who's older and. Uh, who has not done as much work as somebody mm-hmm. who's been doing it for 40 years. I've been an actor. I, I started acting when I was about 30. So before that, I was just an entrepreneur, a businessman. And even during uh, these years, I've done over 200 commercials. I've done some TV, some films, uh, theater. Uh, I was ne- never really, really focused on, on, on the acting part. The commercials, yes, because it's very simple for me. But for me to go out of town to shoot for one, two months, which I did uh, for a couple of these movies, uh, and when I was building my companies and when I was raising my children, that was a little tough. So uh, I focused more on family and the business. And I figured there'll be a time when I can do that. And guess what? The time is now. You can check out and support El Contratista on Amazon Prime, and you can follow more of Alejandro at Alejandro de Hoy on Instagram. Alejandro, what else is in store for the future for you? Well, the in terms movie, of uh, your acting, yeah. As far as my acting, the, the movie, uh, actually I did a, a little, a very interesting project, you know, a few months ago after I came from uh, Europe. Because I, I shot that commercial Northwestern Mutual, I went to different uh, cities in Europe, uh, and, and it was uh, awesome. And when as soon as I came back, I did something called Here. It's about a little book, and they talk about the same place but at a different time. So it's like hundreds, thousands of illustrations. So we acted in that, and it's on a 360 uh, degree uh, screen. They have like a hundred cameras all around you. What? That sounds crazy. That's yeah, amazing. You in, Intel Studios, and uh, you'll, you'll see it. They have a scene where somebody gets on a horse, and you can see how he jumps on the horse, and then the camera pans all around. And it's just amazing how you see all that, you know, 360. You were one of the actors that the cameras were around? Yes, exactly. We, for, for that... For that uh, uh, book called here so they turned it into a movie you know a movie That's super cool it, yeah it's going to be shown in, in museums so eventually when that comes out it's going to be very very cool everybody's going to love it hey guys thank you for listening make sure to support your communities it doesn't matter what you choose to advocate for just go out there and help connect and inspire others to do the same Download our podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts so you can stay up to date. And join our community on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Latinx. Reach out and let me know what's important to you. I'd love to hear what you have to say.